we give the Lord a hand clap of praise in the building here? Come on, let's give him high praise in here. I know of three already He's already received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Come on, there needs to be some joy in this house. There needs to be some victory in this house. Come on, there needs to be some excitement in this house. Don't just sit there and say, well, it's just another Saturday night. But come on, say God's alive and well. Say God's about to do something miraculous. Come on, what you say is what you're going to get. Somebody open your mouth and decree and declare the goodness of the Lord, Jesus Christ. That's right. Come on. Come on. Let's give him that hand clap of praise. That's not just an action, but that's the sound of freedom. That's the sounds of change being broken. Somebody give him a little high praise in here. Somebody give him a little high praise in here. You don't need to stop praising until something changes in your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. The Holy Ghost is here. Come on. Some of you need to get out in the aisle and begin to just shout. Some of you ought to get out in the aisle and begin to proclaim the victory of the Lord in this house. You said, but Brother Smith, I don't got enough faith. That Bible says to find somebody else. Get two or three and join up together and decree and declare and speak the word of faith in this house. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I feel a release in the Spirit in here. Come on. Somebody needs to get a little victory in the Spirit. Somebody needs to get a little victory in the Spirit. That Holy Ghost is real. I'm telling you, that Holy Ghost is real. Young men on the front row got the Holy Ghost just now for the very first time. We got my young sister got the Holy Ghost for the first time. I'm telling you, you better get ready. I said, you better get ready. God's about to open a floodgate of heaven to this place. You need to get ready. There's, there's a harvest for this house.
I, I told somebody this past week, I said, men of God come to church ready to have church. And I'm not being rude, but most folks come to church to get ready. And he said, so what do you think we ought to do? I said, we need to get to the place that folks come to church ready to have church. Instead of have to come and you got to sing five or six songs. You can sit down. We'll, we'll get up in a minute. It ain't going to kill the spirit. <laughs> it's going to move. Trust me. It's already moving. You can't, you can't kill the spirit. But a lot of times what we got to do is the man of God, he's been praying, he's been fasting, he's been waiting, and he's been waiting on getting to the house of God to deliver what the Lord has given him. But the saints, and there's nothing wrong, but a lot of saints, they come to church to get ready to have a move of God. But I begin to think, and I just asked the home church where I'm at right now, I just asked the church Wednesday night, I said, what's going to happen that when we come to church, that we're already ready and we're not looking for that visitation, but we're entering into the place of habitation. And I, I've been talking about that a lot uh, uh, down at the house because here's why. At the church in Okima, it's just amazing. On, on Sundays when church, I mean, the first song. Now, we don't got good music like y'all got. Boy, I hope this ain't live. I'm telling you, we sing the same six songs every service. We don't even got no new songs. I told them about Break Every Chain the other day. They asked me, was that brand new? I said, yes, it's about six years old now. That ain't no joke. We sing Amazing Grace fast. They don't believe in no slow songs there. The youth band cranked up a little song the other day, and it started off with a bunch of O's. Oh, 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 I know the song, but I acted like I didn't know it. Papa stood up and said, my God, what's going on? Is somebody hurt? He said, why are we oh, oh, oh? And he said, ain't nothing wrong about that. He said, God, let's sing song. We, then we started singing. Then we started singing, get your mind on Jesus, and let's have church. Get your mind on Jesus. Let's have church. That's what kind of songs we've been singing. But, but here's the deal. It's because people have come to the house of God ready to have church. Wednesday night. Now, I know people don't even come to church on Wednesday nights hardly. Bump your neighbor say, he's talking to you. Well, I know. Y'all don't have Wednesday. I know y'all got, but I'm talking about the traditional Wednesday. They don't even go to church on Wednesday. It's just amazing. Got 1,000 on Sunday and 200 on Wednesday. Wednesday night, young man walked in late. He said, Bud Smith, i got to say something. Yeah. He said, I'm scheduled for surgery. Rotocuff's all messed up. He said, I said, is that why you late for church? I was just picking with him. He said, that's why I'm late. I said, it's a good reason. I'm trying to figure out why you was late. And I was just picking on him a little bit. I said, well, you just decided to go on and come to church. He said, no, sir. I decided to get here and get a miracle. I said, what do you mean? He said, I ain't got no insurance. He said, I can't afford that. I can't, I can't afford that surgery. He said, you know what my job is. He said, so I just told the doctor, I'll have to get back with y'all because i got to get down to the church. <laughs> now, you see, that man came to church expecting for something to happen. Uh-oh, see, I, I done lost some of you right here. See, some of you came here and you wasn't even expecting on nothing to happen. You were just going to say, I'm going to see what happens when I get there. But what we got to do is get it in our mind that when I get in my car from my house, I'm expecting something to happen. When I'm on the way to church, I'm expecting something. Oh, I got about half of y'all with me, but I'm going to keep on until all of y'all get with me. You got to get in that car and you got to say, I'm expecting for something to happen because I know that God can do anything. So I said, so Dave, so you come expecting. He said, I come expecting the miracle. I said, well, then that's good. I said, here we go. I said, I will again. I was wondering why you was late. I said, let's pray. So Bishop, we begin to pray. 
And I'm listening. We're just going to have fun here. It's mostly family here. We're going to have fun. If you want the Holy Ghost before you leave, you can get it. If you want your sins washed away, we can let you go swimming before you leave. We got the tank just ready. All right? Ooh. But here's what we do. We pray until we feel better. We pray until we feel like, well, that's it, and then we stop. What I've noticed is, is that, you know what? The enemy don't mind you shouting. Enemy don't mind you praying. Enemy don't mind you talking in tongues. The enemy gets nervous when you start changing. When a change takes place, that's when the enemy gets nervous. So you know what? We pray. And the traditional, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, everybody's, you know what I'm talking about. Got done, and we got done, and I could tell nothing had changed. I said, well, Dave, I said, that's good, ain't it? He said, yeah, yeah. And he only said, yeah, because I asked him. That's like when the bishop comes down or or pastor comes down and they go, now you're feeling better, ain't you? Ain't nobody going to say, no, not me, huh? You know, it's like, I, it's like that old time I prayed for that woman on nut medicine and she come up to me, Bishop, she said, Bless me, you think I ought to flush my meds? I said, no, ma'am, not while I'm here. Because <laughs> I knew she needed a double dose of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> not that Xanax, but anyway, you know, don't take them long as I'm here. <laughs> so I got done praying. I said, Dave, go ahead and be honest with me, though. I said, what about your shoulder? He said, Brother Smith, I'm going to be honest. He said, it's hurting just as bad as it was when I walked in here. I said, beautiful. I said, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray until something changes. So I told the church, I said, y'all can all go home because we're going to stay here until something changes. Nobody went home because people love to see change. Everybody don't want to be a part of it at the beginning, but when it starts happening, it catches on. So we just got to praying. And while we got to praying, all of a sudden, just something. Oh, I'll just say something. Jesus just stepped in there. You felt the atmosphere just shift. And then all of a sudden, oh, Dave, this arm right here, it went straight in the air. And he opened his eyes and said, Brother Smith. I said, yes, sir. He said, he just done it. You said, what are you trying to tell me? I know we already prayed and I all know we already started moving. But there's some times that you got to push in the spirit until something changes. See, I got about seven of y'all with me. I, I got a lot of head shakers, but you ain't believing it yet. And I'm not rebuking, but what I'm saying is, is that when you get it in your mind, that when I pray, it's going to shake all of heaven, it's going to shake all of hell, and I'm telling you something's going to happen when I pray. I'm talking about praying for the thing. Sunday night I was in, in church and the little girls were, and, and, and the ladies were serving. And all of a sudden the little girl, she's about 15 years old. She comes, she said, Brother Smith, we're eating. We're not at church, we're eating. And she said, Brother Smith, she said, I've got seven balls on my body. It's a staph infection. And she said, and I'm telling you, it feels like I'm on fire. She said, can you pray right now? Me and Brother Benoit and Brother Howington. And I said, yeah. And I said, what's going to happen when we pray? She said, said, I'll tell you what's going to happen. God is going to touch my body and I'm about to get a miracle. And you see, it's what you say is what you're going to get. Once you begin to speak, that's what's going to happen. Once you begin to decree and declare, that's what God is going to let happen. So as we pray, 
I'd love to tell you the boils left, and I'd love to tell you that, my gosh, she shouted all over the living room, and, and we all went home and ate some banana pudding, and, and all went, and no, but no. But the next morning, the text came on to Sister Hamilton. She said, Sister Hamilton, I got up this morning. She said, I immediately went to the restroom, and I checked, and she said, there's not one ball on my body. All seven are gone. I'm telling somebody there's miracles in this house tonight. I'm telling somebody there's a change in the atmosphere in this house tonight. I'm telling somebody that God can do anything in this place tonight. Now, I know that's a little out there, balls and this and that and the other. But you know what? There's things going on in lives that God could change if you would let him. For all you fishermen out there, my daddy told me one time, he said, son, if worms had machine guns, birds wouldn't eat them. But that's just if. That's a southern thing. Most people up here wouldn't catch that. At home, you've got to dig for worms before you can go fishing. My daddy used to say, son, if worms. You know them birds, you ever seen them birds, they'll drop down on that ground, they'll get to pecking, all of a sudden they'll pull out a little worm. Them fishermen hate that because that's a good worm right there. So that's why my daddy said, son, if worms had machine guns, birds wouldn't eat them. When they come down to attack, he... That's over for you. Okay, so y'all remember that one there. I, I know y'all will. What I'm telling you is, is that if you'll believe that God's going to do something for you, he's going to do it. If you'll get it in your spirit that he's going to handle your situation tonight, then I'm telling you, he's going to do it. If you'll get it in your mind that when you pray and you believe that something's going to change, then I'm telling you, he's going to do it. But what you got to do is you got to muster up enough faith within yourself to say, you know what, I'm not leaving here until something changes in my mind, in my body, or in my spirit. So if you need something tonight, we need to get it. If you want something tonight, then it needs to happen. If you're looking for God to do something in your spirit, then we need to let that happen. You know what I like about God? It don't have to get all mystical. You don't got to get all hooky spooky. You ain't got to cut the lights off, thank God. You don't have to start playing Batman music for him to move. I know some churches think you can't even have a move of God unless they get the Batman music going. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, really? 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 All that does is make the man talking have to scream more. You don't got to have none of that. I mean, I like Batman music. It's fun. I like to get on with it. With somebody's soul will catch on fire. I like all that. You know, I'm enjoying all that. But I'm telling you, if God wants to move, and he does, and if he's got a willing person that wants him to move for them, he will. You just have to believe that it's going to happen when you open your mouth. You can't let pride keep you. Man, when I was praying for this young man, man, I just rolled in here, literally. <laughs> I mean, I was running up. Brother Joel, we was praying. I was talking in tongues. He was saying, God, don't give me a ticket. And I was talking in tongues trying to get my mind on Jesus, man. If you need the Holy Ghost, just be late from the airport and ride with Pastor Joel. You'll get it on the way here. I did. I got it twice on the way here. Just talking in tongues. One of them was for me and one of them was for him. <laughs> but now, this guy right here, I got down. That elder was praying for him. I told that guy, I said, man, don't you let the devil lie to you. You're a good man. I said, let God start touching you. 
I could feel the power of the Lord. I know I don't want to embarrass him. I could feel the power of the Lord when I had. And I looked over and Brother Stu was praying for this young man. And I saw the power of the Lord start resting on him. And I'm thinking, man, what a God. What a God. All of a sudden, the Holy Ghost began to let him speak in tongues. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost began to let him speak in tongues. You know why? It's because he just said, you know what? Today's going to be my day. When you get it in your mind that today's going to be my day, then I'm telling you something's going to happen. I'm, I'm telling you now there's no reason in this. I'm telling you there's no reason we couldn't pack this place out with people that need Jesus Christ. There's no reason. You say, you think that can happen? Yeah, I know it can happen. I didn't seen God do it. God can do anything. God can do anything. But what he has to do is he has to get us ready for the things that he wants to do. And I believe like tonight, God absolutely wants to touch people's spirits. He wants to touch their hearts and their minds. And he wants to do something miraculous in their lives tonight. And I'll say it again. But what keeps us from getting that is what's the neighbor going to say? What's my friend going to say? What they going to think about me? When I've come to the here's, here's the real here's the real deal. It don't matter what nobody else thinks. It don't matter what nobody else says. Because here's why. When it's all said and done, all that's going to matter is the relationship you got between you and him. That's all that's gonna matter. That's what's gonna make the difference. So in the house tonight, y'all was already praying. Man, when I came in, y'all was praying. Ooh, you was praying. The Holy Ghost was moving. I just, I just got on, on the gravy part. I mean, it was moving. But in the house here, there's people here that still need the Lord to do something for them. And this is where, this is where you have to determine, am I going to get what I need from God tonight or am I going to leave the same way that I came? See, that, that's the real, that's the real, that's real talk. That, that's real deal there. You, you got to get it in. It, it, you know what? Because here's why. That Bible said, unless that man has been born of the water and of the spirit, you know, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And, and I know that people think, man, when you get the Holy Ghost, it's it. I'm on easy street. No. See, when you get the Holy Ghost, you're just a brand new baby. And now you got a target on you. Because the enemy is not happy with you committing yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. The enemy's not pleased with that. The enemy doesn't like that. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to worry about what the enemy likes. We're not going to worry about what the enemy says. But we're going to get what we need. And I'm saying we because I got a need. We're going to get what we need from the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you okay with that? Now, how many will be honest? Now, boy, it's truth tellers here. How many going to be honest and say, you know what, David? Here's the deal. I do need God to do something. I, I, I've got to say, I need him to handle a situation for me. All right? Being honest. All right? Here's what we're going to do. I want us all to stand. If you're able to stand, I want us all to stand. I want our, I want our altar ministers to come. Our ministry. I want you to come line up for me real quick. I want you to come line up for me real quick. All the ministry. You know who you are. You helping the altar. The altar people. You come and help. Men, women, you know who you are. You help pastor. You help bishop. You know who you are. Now you say, well, man, I had my hand up. What's so nice about being in the ministry is you get prayed for last. <laughs> and here's another good thing about ministry. When you're praying for others, most of the time the Lord takes care of your need while you're praying for others. 
Uh-huh. All right. Now, here we go. Now, you raised your hand. You say, you know what? I need the Lord to do something for me. I want you to step out and I want you to come down. Step out and come on down. You want God to do something for you. You might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone you don't even know. They might want to come down. Be, be a friend. Say, you want to go down with me? Want to go pray with me? Come all the way down. Come all the way down. They're still coming down. They're still coming down. That's right. Just make your way on down. That's right. Y'all come on up, son. Y'all come on up, son. Y'all get out the cheap seats. Y'all come on up, son. All right. Y'all just keep coming down. There you go. Y'all come on down this way, son. Y'all come on down this way, son. There you go. Folks are still coming down. Now listen here. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, whatever you'd like to call it, you'd like to have that today. We're fixing to repent. And then after we repent, all I'd like for you to start doing is saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Altar ministers, you know who has the Holy Ghost. You know, you know who don't have the Holy Ghost. And if they want it and you pray for them, let me or Brother Stu know this person right here is receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's not about numbers, but it is about giving God praise and giving Him glory. All right? So here's what we're going to do as a family. We're, anybody else want to come down? I, I know we've got an altar full, but I just want to make sure. I don't want nobody to feel like you've been left out. All right? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent as a family here. We're going to repent. And then after we repent... After we repent, we're just going to begin to thank Him. And whatever it is that's in your body, your mind, or your spirit, whatever's coming against you, I want you to call it by name. I want you to loose it from your body, your mind, or your spirit. I want you to bind it in the outer darkness. And I want you to begin to thank God. I'm telling you, God's about to change situations in this house here today. God's about to do something miraculous in this house here today. Are you ready? Let's all repent together as a family. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've said, that I've done, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me. With the gift of the Holy Ghost. The evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Come on, I want you to begin to pray right now. Altar ministers, find somebody to pray for. By the authority in the Word of God. And by the power of the name Jesus. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive your miracle. Receive your deliverance. Whatever it is, God, that they need from you. God, you let it happen right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in here. Come on, the power of the Lord is in here. Come on, there's miracles in this house.
Come on, that Holy Ghost is in here. The power of the Lord is in here. The presence of God is in here.
That's right. Pray in the spirit. That's right. Let God do it. Come on, you believe that it's happening right here. You believe that it's happening. another young man right there speaking in tongues got two young men that's went and sat down speaking in tongues the mother two right over there got the holy ghost this young lady got the holy ghost that about five or six received the holy ghost so far god i believe god i believe God, I believe. I believe, Lord. Come on, let's come on, let's pray a little bit. Come on, people are being touched by the hand of the Lord. I see people all over the building being touched by the hand of the Lord. That's right. Go ahead and pray a little bit. Jesus. Sweet 
Sweet Holy Ghost. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this building? That's right. Come on. Give him a little high praise. I feel the Holy Ghost here. We're going to do something a little different. Second, second time, uh, you know, this this year came January, went February, and um, just, just let me let me just kind of lay a little something out right here. The presence of the Lord is 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 very strong here. Um, when when we get to praying, uh, we we just you know, we got lots of people to pray for. Uh, people respond to the altar here at this church. And, and when I was in Baltimore, man, people respond to the altar. And when I was with Pastor Joel, people really respond to the altar. They, they respond. And that's beautiful. Now, I know this is going to go get some people's theology or go against the way certain people think. Uh, not here. I'm just talking about in general. You know, if I ran up to you, I just, if I just ran up to somebody and I, and I just said, uh, you know, I just... Ran up to my, my sister right here and said, The Lord's coming in 30 seconds. Are you ready? And you went, Well, well you know, uh, I got news. You're not ready. Now I'm just picking on you because I can tell you you can take it. So if you're not ready, there, there's not heaven and then there's not a gray area and then hell. So if you're not ready for heaven, that means you're going to be ready for what? It's, it's pretty simple. It's elementary. Okay. There's so many people that come to the altar. I don't know what everybody's here for. I don't know who's here. I don't know who's first time Holy Ghost. I don't know who's second time Brother Stu's got like this phenomenal program. And I like programs. But, but I like Holy Ghost more than anything. Okay. And so my deal is, is that if someone comes to the front, the way I do my altar call, I ask people to come to the front that want the Holy Ghost. So if people come to the front to want the Holy Ghost, then I want them to be able to get it. And this church knows how to pray with people getting the Holy Ghost. Y'all do phenomenal on people getting the Holy Ghost. And then once we get their names or whatever, how y'all do it here, Brother Stu, he'll, he'll sort through that and he'll figure out if they've had it one time, ten times, a thousand times, or they've been having it since Jesus was a baby. He'll be able to figure that out, okay? But for me, I don't, I, I don't, it don't matter to me. Because if somebody tells me, listen, if I tell you I need the Holy Ghost, I want you to pray for me until you hear me speak in tongues. Because I was honest enough to tell you I needed it. Okay? So the Holy Ghost is the only thing that's going to change our lives. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that's going to change our lives. Okay? Baptism. Now, I'm going to talk about baptism. I need you to hear me. Baptism 
is what makes the covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism, all right, is what washes away your sins. Okay? You can be baptized and not have the Holy Ghost and you're still not saved. You can have the Holy Ghost and not been baptized and you're still not saved. You can have the Holy Ghost and been baptized and if you don't live right, you're still not saved. <laughs> but baptism is another step for God being able to work through you. Now, there's a lot of man-made baptisms. They're not in the Bible. They're man-made. Okay? The Bible in John 3, 5, if, you, if, they, if there's somebody still on the screen, if you could put it up, John 3, 5. If not, it's not your fault because I didn't tell you I was going to put a scripture up. But John 3, 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit. He cannot. Everybody say cannot. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. The only way you can be entering the kingdom of God is to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Now, there's a lot of man-made baptisms. Give me three minutes. Three minutes. And let me explain. There's a lot of man-made baptisms. Like, how many through your life you've heard about people being infant baptized? Infant baptized. You've heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Put your hands down. Note that never happened anywhere in the Bible. But I've heard about it. How many heard about people being sprinkled? Being sprinkled. Man, my whole life, I, I, I've heard about people being sprinkled. Do you, no, put you, no, that was nowhere in the Bible. You couldn't find sprinkling nowhere in the Bible. And then how many has ever heard, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You ever heard that? Do you know that scripture is nowhere found in the Bible? It never said, I now baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, it talks about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let me show you what it says so you can see it on the screen. Matthew 28, 19 is going to go like this. Go ye therefore, comma, and teach all nations. There was no baptism happening there. It was only teaching of the name to come. And here's what he said. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, comma, and of the Son, comma, and of the Holy Ghost with them two little dots on the end, meaning something's coming after that. Now let me show you something. I'm a father, and I'm a son. And I'm going to be a spirit when I leave this earth. But my name is David Smith. Okay? My name is David Smith. If I wrote everybody a check tonight for a thousand bucks for coming, it's going to say David and Carlin Smith, Okima, Oklahoma. Money's going to be in the bank. I'm going to sign everybody's check tonight. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. When you get to the bank tomorrow, here's what the banker's going to say. Excuse me, everything looks good, but what's the person's name? What's the person's name? The banker's going to say, I can't cash this check without the name, without the signature. The, the banker's going to say stuff like this. That check's void. It's no good until the name has right. been applied. Right. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to take that check. You'd have to come back tomorrow, find me, and say, hey, David, can you mark out those titles and put your name so this check will cash? He said, go you there for Teach, baptizing them in the name of the Father. If you can show me that anybody ever got baptized out of that scripture in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I can give you 10 grand. The pastor can double it. Because <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Because it never happened. Okay? So you say, well, how, how should I be baptized? Peter gives the account because Jesus is sitting on the throne. He's handed Peter the keys to the kingdom. He said, they're going to ask you how to be saved, Peter. So I'm telling you, you tell them how. So in Acts 2.38, it's real simple. He makes it real, real plain. 
He said, then Peter said unto them, to repent and to be baptized. Every one of you. Bump your neighbor say, I think he's talking to you. Every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. If you have never been baptized, if you don't know how you were baptized, if you were baptized as sprinkling or you was baptized as an infant, if you was baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or Muhammad, or however you was baptized, I'm telling you now, your sins have not been washed away. The only way your sins can be washed away is through the name of Jesus Christ. Right? And he said, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We got water. We got robes. We already got some uh, people already wanting to be baptized. We've never lost no one in the tank. You don't get your clothes wet. And what baptism does, it's just not an act. Baptism is a covenant. That when you get baptized and he washes your sins away, that when you do run up on a little issue, or you do have a little problem come up, you can say, hey Lord, I'm asking you again to forgive me because I've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Your blood covers me. I'm not discounting other other baptisms. I'm not discounting other... I'm just telling you the way that the Lord said we should be baptized. Alright? So I have to ask, is there anybody else in the house you'd like to be baptized? It only takes a few minutes, just like they did uh, in the Word of God. If you do, you just raise your hand and we'll get you ready. It only takes a couple minutes. we got a few folks already being baptized. Alright? Again, anybody else want to be baptized just like they did in the Word of God? Anybody else want to be baptized? I see some folks asking some folks, and so we'll just check it out. All right, well, let's give the Lord a, a hand clap of praise if you want to be baptized. All right. All right. Any, uh, anybody else need to be prayed for? Anybody else need to be prayed for? I know I just kind of rolled in here. I, I apologize. It wasn't my fault. I didn't even think I was going to make it. I left early today, but we had a little trouble with the weather around here. <laughs> But we all right. Jesus, Jesus took care of us. Anybody else want to be prayed for? All right. All right. Let me ask you a question. It's early. How many? How many right here? You know five people that ought to be in church tomorrow that need the Holy Ghost or need God to touch their lives. You need five. You know five people. All right. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to be used to God in the next hour. I want you to either go by their house or I want you to call them on the phone. I want you to text them. And here's all you got to say. I was at church tonight, and the Lord put you on my mind. You say, well, how do you know that? The devil didn't put them people on your mind. Trust me. It was the Lord. Say, the Lord put you on my mind. If you'll come with me tomorrow, he'll touch us. Not you, us. That let your friend know that you're with them. You're in the same boat. All right? Five people. All right? Again, it's not about numbers. It's about pulling people from the pits of hell. In Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. We got baptisms going out. Bishop.